regardless of the psychological effects of the gladiatorial Munera staged in the aftermath of Cannae. It is obvious that Roman spectators thoroughly enjoyed the increasing scale and bloodshed of such events. The popular demand for gladiatorial entertainment became so great, as we shall see, that Roman magistrates and political leaders staged larger and larger spectacles throughout the remainder of the Republic in order to keep their audiences satisfied. Given the growing popularity of violent gladiatorial spectacles, it is not surprising that contemporary animal spectacles were adapted to suit this Roman fondness for violent entertainment. By the time Nobiliar staged the first recorded Venatio in 186 BC, thirty years after Cannae, gladiatorial spectacles involving dozens of participants were already commonplace in Rome. Non-violent animal displays, no doubt, appeared comparatively dull by comparison, which is evidently why Nobiliar decided to introduce a violent element, combat between lions and leopards, into his own animal spectacle. The subsequent growth in scale of the Venationis, which paralleled that of contemporary gladiatorial events, certainly indicates that Nobiliar correctly assessed the tastes of the Roman populace. Such was the popularity of his Venatio, in fact, that the Senate, evidently concerned with one of its members elevating himself above his peers through such means, introduced a ban on the importation of African felines in 186 BC, the very year of Nobiliar's spectacle. The significance of this ban is that, in all likelihood, North Africa was the primary source of the lions and leopards used for the event in question. Despite this ban, however, a number of other prominent political leaders evidently staged, or attempted to stage, even more elaborate venationis soon thereafter, presumably by importing wild animals from other regions currently under Roman control, such as Asia Minor. In the cutthroat struggle for political power between members of the Roman elite, Nobiliar's rivals could not allow his elevation in the public eye through such a lavish display to go unchallenged. The Senate was so concerned about this development that in 179 BC, only seven years after Nobiliar's Venatio, it decreed that no one could spend more on games than he had. The Senate's attempts to curb the production of ever more lavish animal spectacles, however, were not overly successful. The ban on the importation of African felines, for example, was overturned by one of the Roman tribunes, Gaius Sophidius in 170 BC. The fact that a tribune, who traditionally defended the interests of the Roman people, attacked this particular legislation, is probably yet another indication of the popularity Venationis had achieved within the Roman populace by that date.